This is the Stages of She podcast, all about women, the lives we lead, the things we care about, the ways we grow, change, relate, and everything in between. All from the perspective of your three hosts, Christina Godfrey, Liz Thomas, and Sarah Strasbaugh. We're each living different lives in three different generations, finding similarities along the way as we connect and support the women we love. All right. Last episode. Yeah. It all flew by. I know. I can't believe we're two seasons in. I seriously am kind of in shock about it. I almost can't remember what month we like launched our season one, episode one. I can't remember. I was th- looking back because I forget why. Oh, because I create a photo book every year for my kids. So I was like going through images. Um, and I think it was February. Oh, wow. So our year mm-hmm. anniversary will be very soon. I know. And we'll be back for season three. So that's exciting. We have had a whole season, a very full season, it feels like. Do we want to spend a little time, like, talking about our favorite moments? I'm curious. Like, Sarah, what was your favorite episode this season, just for whatever reason? Yeah, it's almost... Like, I, well, I wish I had the list in front of me. I'm like, who was the first guest we interviewed, right? Like, it feels somewhat far away, but kind of a recent one that stuck in my mind was I love talking to Heidi about all things like Botox and lasers. And I think we had offline conversations with the three of us just saying it was so educational. And it was like, we wanted to go back and take notes and listen again. And um, that was a really fun one. And I think really different than you know, the episodes from last season. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, we had such great guests. All of them really brought incredible insight to us. And I think our audience really enjoyed them too. We saw some strong listener numbers that we're excited about. Um, Christina's friend Reagan coming on and telling her story. I mean, that's huge. Um, A lot of people look up to her and her business insight and how she grew her business. So that was definitely exciting um, that we got to talk with her. And yeah, I mean, I just, I loved all of them. And we even had, I think our last few were all guest interviews. Usually we do every other, but we just had too many good guests. We had to get them all in this season. Yeah, that's a good problem to have. And if you are interested in being a guest on the show, we have a form on our website you can fill out. We're always looking and yeah, we are excited for the planning of the next season already. Um, Christina, what about you? Were there any moments or episodes that you, you know, I think it's too hard for me to pick because a lot of our guests were people that I know that I work with, you know, my doctor, my friend Reagan, my Heidi, who does my Botox. And so I don't, Deb, who you're going to hear in an upcoming Mm -hmm. episode. So I, I don't really feel like I can pick. I liked them all. Yeah. 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 That was the special thing about this season that I hope we can capture and also expand because we want to reach a ton of women and men out there. But it was nice that you had the personal connection with so many of our guests because it made the conversations flow and it was really good. Yeah, I'm so glad yeah. that we could talk to all of them, bring their I know. Bring their yeah. expertise and wisdom to a wider audience and mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Just two on a daily basis. Liz, without spoiling too much for season three, what did you, what topics do you, are you excited to talk about next season that maybe we didn't get to touch on this season? Yeah, I am so excited. I just feel like we've grown with our knowledge and just our insight base over these last two seasons. So I think the things I'm most excited about for next season include some of the business topics we're thinking about speaking to. All three of us have a lot of business experience and Christina and I have both founded companies and I just think it'll be really interesting. We're very excited about that. Um, And also some of the more lifestyle topics that we're going to add in next season. So I don't want to steal any of our thunder, but it will be fun. (laughs) So with that in mind, um, I'm also curious what in the past year, if we just kind of go to the personal side, was something you each feel like you learned and are kind of taking away into the new year? Sarah, why don't you go? (laughs) I'm like, oh gosh, I haven't sat down and reflected much yet. I know. I love, I love, yeah, it's like, I love looking ahead to the new year and thinking, okay, what am I manifesting for the new year? What's on my vision board? I really like thinking about that. I haven't dove in and, you know, I like to journal and, and make the vision board on Pinterest. So I haven't done that yet. So I'm not sure exactly what I want to pinpoint and work on. But this past year, I don't know. I mean, I think I just really settled into being present. And I started out the year thinking I wanted to travel a ton and, you know, maybe do all these different workouts and all that. But at the end of the day, I really found myself enjoying being present and not thinking too far into the future and just trying to savor the little moments and make the most of those. I like, I don't know, maybe Liz, you can relate, but my arm, let's see. So my arm was broken last December. So when I got my cast off in January of this year, it was like, oh my gosh, I have this whole year with, you know, my arm is back and it meant I could go snowboarding and start doing yoga again. So that was, that was fun too. Yeah. Kind of, yeah, see that change. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That it's, it's such a process healing from an injury like that. I don't know that anyone really thinks about it until you either break your foot, leg, or hand. (laughs) How much you use those, (laughs) those limbs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about about you, Christina? Oh, (laughs) you want me to go? (laughs) Okay. This year has been really interesting and I agree. I haven't like fully sat down and reflected yet. I usually do that. The week before, you know, in between Christmas and New Year's, I try to sit and write and get planned for the next year. But one of the biggest things that I feel like I've evolved this year is just my patience with life and the knowledge that it all happens. You know, I don't want to say it all works out because it doesn't always work out the way you think it's going to. But it does all come together. It does all happen. I'm at the stage as a mom and a business owner where things move so fast. And sometimes it's like super overwhelming, but it all comes together somehow. Yeah, it really does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it all, 
as you said, it doesn't work out necessarily. Well, you said the way you think it's going to. It doesn't always work out the way you think you want it to. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I think when you look back, you can see how it all works out for for the best for you. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Might or take for other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the thing. It's like sometimes life and just things we think we need, want, or people we think we need or want. It's like a really long timeline. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just like even in a year. So. Yeah, it is yeah. long. And, and sometimes just what you said before, something will happen and I will think, why did that happen? And mm-hmm. maybe it wasn't for me, but it was for somebody else. Mm-hmm. And that's such that, a good point. It always helps if you think, well, maybe I was put in that situation to help another person. So maybe it's not about me, it's about them. Yeah. And I was able to be there at this particular time to say the right thing or to offer some kind of help or support or comfort or what or what it might be, then if you believe that everything kind of works in divine, you know, synchronicity, then I then I'll go with that, you know? Yeah. Yep. Um, Yep. I've got some things on the list too, that I'm going to be interested to see how they work out over the years. Yeah. (laughs) Won't share now. (laughs) Right. Like, how is this, yeah, fitting into the fabric? (laughs) Sarah's laughing at me. I can tell. (laughs) No, I, I mean, that's how I live my life too, is like, setting goals and trying to work towards them, whether it's like personal, mental health, like projects. Um, I think we're all, I mean, that's why we all get along is because we're all motivated to keep like growing and improving as much as we can in life. And we get excited about making small changes. And, you know, the, the hope is that I think every day to find like peace of mind and joy and Mm -hmm. gratitude. I think that's what we're all working towards that having that feeling as much as we can yeah that's a good point good goal doesn't mean we're perfect right no I mean don't you think it's interesting how some things every year you think okay well this next year coming up I'm going to be better about spending or about working (laughs) out or about like and you say the same things and you can say well still wasn't good about spending I bought too many you know sweaters or whatever it is um but then other things that you didn't really focus on or really change like yeah like even doing this podcast that's that was a major thing that we did over the year that was something Mm -hmm. totally out of my comfort zone it wasn't something that it just sort of kind of easily came together it wasn't something I put my intention on um, but I maybe thought I want to do something to put, put myself out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it makes me think when I go into a new year, okay, well, I can put all these other things down on the list. Like I need mm-hmm. to be more mindful of my spending. I need to, you know, really hone in on, I don't know, certain aspects of my life, but then do I, or am I just setting myself up for it to be another year that I didn't make those changes? Yeah. Well, if you look at it that way, but if you, I know you do this, Christina, and I'll be curious to see what you kind of feel as you're reflecting, but listing out what you actually accomplished in a year is Mm -hmm. incredible exercise because 
I do think when you get too tactical, like I read something one time that was like, if you say you have to drink a glass of water every day for 12 months, you're never going to accomplish that because it's such like a finite thing. Mm -hmm. But if you just have this goal that's like, I want to be hydrated this year and that's the goal. Maybe you're drinking celery juice or, you know, you're getting there some other way. Right. No, I like that. So it could be that I want to push myself to grow rather than, you know, be so specific about what that means. Because I think the minute I put some kind of rule on myself, like I'm going to drink celery juice every day, for some reason, it's human nature to resist that then. Absolutely. Right. That's That's why I never tell myself, I am not going to have a drink during the week because then the next thing I know, all I'm thinking about is having a drink during the week. Yep. I say, you know what? (laughs) I'm going to just, you know, drink when I want to drink. I don't drink during the week. Interestingly. Mm -hmm. Liz, I was just thinking how you said like how important it is to reflect back. And I think the act of physically writing down what you did in January, February, like things you were excited about or proud of, I really do think that could make an impact. And I'm yeah, if you remember, not- I can't remember anything. <laughs> well, I'm not going to remember what I did. I mean, you it will. ties into Liz saying she does those photo books. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, like anyone can do that. Like, even if you're not making a photo book, go back in your iPhone or your calendar in your iPhone if you yeah. use that and mm-hmm. kind of just reflect. Um, I'm saying this and I, I think it's an awesome idea. I hope I actually do it. Because so it I is. Mean, it makes me reflect. It's crazy. I started doing it because I wanted to have the memories because our iPhones have almost made us less nostalgic, I feel like, because you take hundreds and hundreds of photos throughout the year, thousands sometimes. And then wh- what happens to them? They just like are there forever. Mm-hmm. Except if you share them on social, but some of us aren't super into doing everything that happens in our life on social. So. Right. I started doing that, but then this is exactly what came out of it for me and why I love doing it every year now is that I do remember all the things we did, like the places we camped, like, and I just sit when we're watching TV in December and I create an album on my iPhone and I just go through and I find, you know, you can drop any photo into your album. And when that's all done, Shutterfly makes it super easy. You just go grab that album and it like self-populates the pages. And then you can just oh, decide not, what you want to keep. Sponsor Shutterfly. You can sponsor, sponsor us, page. Shutterfly. But, um, shout out to <laughs> wait, Shutterfly. wait. Yeah. So you just go through and then just pull into mm-hmm. the. Okay, that's such a good. So idea. I create. Yeah, you know how we have a shared album for the podcast. Yeah. Like I create one that's like 2022 photos because I'm doing it right now for last year. I always am like a year behind because yeah. otherwise it's just I always want to capture the holidays and stuff that hasn't mm-hmm. happened yet. So. I drop them in because you don't want all the photos either. I've done this so many wrong ways over the years. There were years where I like pulled all the photos in and then I had to delete a ton. But you do that album and then now Shutterfly makes it super easy to go in and it says, do you want to upload from your phone? And you can pick an album. It's pretty cool. Wow. Okay, I'm doing that. Yeah. Do it. It's so fun. I love it. I, I mean, I don't want to add pressure. No photos. What if I think, oh my gosh, I didn't do anything and I have no photos. <laughs> you won't. That's not, that will not. <laughs> you be. won't. Yeah. And knowing you, Christina, and the fact that you don't like share a lot on social media, it'll probably be really fun because like, otherwise you don't see your memories. So 
You know, I have boxes and boxes of albums and photos from when the kids were little. And then at some point it just stops, you know, and there's no printed photo of anybody or anything. Like we don't have any prints because. Yeah. And I'm not, you know, when your kids get older too, it's, they're not cute anymore in the way they were when they were little. (laughs) Like you're not giving the grandparents, you know, cute photos of your kids. It just doesn't, it doesn't happen. So. My kids love the, I mean, I don't know, you know, your kids are at a different stage, but I will tell you, they look at them like, cause we just keep them by the TV and they'll pull it out every so often. And it's kind of nice cause it's low pressure. It's like, if you have a photo in there, that's not that good. Or, you know, it's not like you have it hanging on the wall. So. I know I need to do more of that. My kid, yeah. I need to put some books out. My kids look. Yeah. Well, it's one thing though that I always say because I have friends who are like oh my gosh you should do that for a business or whatever don't put you know we all have our things I just like doing that so don't make it a pressure thing you know my my dad sent in all our old like camcorder videos to some company that digitizes them and I saw a few of them when I was little and then when my parents were like in their early 20s and it's it's such a weird feeling like it just it makes you reminisce and I don't know just see like the growth that yeah yeah that is true Think about how old you are when you look at pictures of your parents (laughs) when they were in their 50s and you're like wow they were old and then like shit (laughs) sometimes I look at pictures of my mom that I remember at the time thinking she looked old and then I look at them now and I'm like oh my gosh she was gorgeous and right looked so young I miss such a weird thing. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. I don't either. Like, why do we see it differently at a different stage? I don't stage? know. I really don't know. Yeah. Well, that is fun. But reflection, yeah. You guys will have. We'll have to in our first episode in season three talk a little bit about what we did. So what we reflected on and or what tactics we use because mine change mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah, I am doing something that I will report on. Okay, so and it's something I heard on another podcast. It's called um, one of my favorite podcasts called the Heal Podcast with Kelly Gores, and she did an episode about these oracle cards, and it's called like Thirteen Days of Holy Nights, and you start it on December twenty first, and you go through this whole like ritual that sets you up for the new year. And she was saying how she did it last year and that it was crazy how everything that she had put her intention on had manifested. Wow. So I bought the cards for myself and I actually bought them for some friends too as gifts and I'm excited to do it. And then you, you pull a card each month as well. And it like tells you what's going to happen. And, and she's somebody that I, you know, kind of listen to and trust. And so mm-hmm. I'm excited to do that little ritual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to do that. That sounds awesome. I know. That sounds, yeah, right up. Go to oh, her, uh, go to her. If you go to the Heal podcast and it's one of her, maybe like two or three episodes ago, and it's like a solo episode of her. And if you go into the show notes, you can click on the Oracle cards and then order them. Okay. And also listen to the episode because she'll tell you about about the cards and how it like was crazy. She said it was really 
the craziest thing she's ever done. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I really want to do that. Um, I was just actually thinking for some other thing that it's just an interesting exercise doing like the 12 days of Christmas. Mm. So, and it's funny because when I looked it up, you're actually supposed to do the 12 days of Christmas between Christmas day and new year's day it goes mm. to like the 5th of January. So yeah. kind of pairs with that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, take a look at it. Mm-hmm. And then I also, I have my vision board from that I did in January last year and Janet had told us to put it away and not look mm-hmm. at it. So I keep thinking about it. Like I'm going to pull it out and see what happened and what didn't happen. Yeah. I think it, this would be a good time. We should ask Janet, but I swear, yeah. like you would want to look now that it's been a year. Yeah. That's fine. I was just thinking that because mine is hanging on my wall. Oh. And then like I started hearing from Janet, I think we talked about it in our podcast interview with her. She says, put it away. And I definitely understand her reasoning, but my vision board never made it off my wall. So <laughs> maybe when we do our um, first episode of season three, Christina, we can see, you can talk about what mm-hmm. was on yours and how it worked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's a form of it. Yeah. I mean, I am mm-hmm. reading, I'm reading and listening to two books that I actually can't believe I've never read before, but they're very similar. One is You Can Heal Your Life, Louise Hay, and the other is called The um, Power the Power of the Subconscious Mind by um, what the heck is the name? Joseph somebody who's been around forever. Mm-hmm. And they both say the exact same thing, but really it boils down to thoughts create your reality and that you can reprogram your whole entire life just by reprogramming your thoughts. So the exercises that I have been doing in the last week or so are very simple. It's just paying attention to the thoughts that come in. And if they're not positive thoughts or they're repetitive thoughts that like going back to where I said, how come, you know, some years I put the same things on my vision board or I have the same goals, but they always stay the same. So I'm trying to recreate the story around my thoughts to reprogram myself. So mm-hmm. uh, one of the, one of the tips that both of them say too, is when you go to bed at night to when you're kind of in a drowsy state, that's when you should be saying these affirmations in your mind. Like, mm-hmm. for example, like I am healthy. My hormones are balanced. I am very successful. I am bringing in lots of, you know, prosperity and just tell yourself that over and over and over again, as you're about to fall asleep. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. You know, the minute like a thought creeps into my head that isn't serving me, which happens to me all day long, Mm -hmm. as it does most people, I try to catch myself and then turn it around and say it in a Mm -hmm. way that is going to bring what I actually want into my life. Yeah. Well, and I don't know that you mentioned, you kind of are talking about it a bit right now, but was there anything else you're taking away from this year yet that mm-hmm. you want to share? Um, I think the biggest thing would be that we really did kind of, my one of my intentions was to do more networking and to get out more and 
which I used to do a ton of. And then I don't know what happened. Well, it was 2019, 2020, everyone just kind of hunkered in. And I realized that wasn't really serving me well. And so I have really gotten myself out there. Everything from, you know, trying different workout classes to, you know, doing the podcast to Sarah and I set up a a coffee, you know, meet up with women in business. And I joined another networking group. And so that has all been really positive. And I want to continue mm-hmm. to do more of that. Because it yeah. feeds me, you know, I'm I'm a very, I'm a social person by nature. And I think one of my, you know, one of my gifts is that I'm really good at connecting people and and when I'm not out and about, it can get very easy to sit behind a computer and, you know, mm-hmm. it's, and that's not, that's, that's not good for me, you know, for other people, it might be okay. But for me, it's not, it steals my soul. <laughs> yeah. No, that's awesome. That's a, that's a big one because I was just thinking about this in the sense of like holiday parties that like we used to go to a ton this time of year. And since 2020, it feels like for companies, they just like stop doing them or something. It's the it's so interesting to me. And yeah. I feel like when did we decide that we just weren't going to be connecting with each other anymore? And I do think that it's needs terrible. to shift. It's yeah, terrible. Um, that's why I'm doing the the neighborhood holiday party mm-hmm. because I think it it's really awesome. starts in our community. It starts in our neighborhood, like. We have neighbors who live next door to us, and I, I chat with them when I'm out in front, but we we always talk about getting together. We've never gotten together, just come over for a casual drink. Um, we used to do that stuff all the time. Like growing up, our neighborhood was where we ran around and played, and parents, you know, got together and had neighborhood block parties. Yeah. And, like it's sad that, so I, I, I want to do more of this community building because especially with you know one thing i learned a lot about this year was ai and listened to a lot of podcasts on that and that is some really scary stuff that's happening yep. and happening like right now and going to our world is going to be you know according to elon musk and you know <laughs> some of the other authoritative figures on the subject our world in 3 years is going to be completely different and if we don't if we don't connect with other people and keep that human you know experience yeah, we're, we're, it's not going to be a good thing. Yeah, yeah. That one. I I even find yeah with my friends because we've been friends for so long. You know, sometimes we'll go to dinner and we just get comfortable and go, okay, I'm tired. Bye. That was fun. And it's like I only got two hours with you guys, and you know, we started recently having conversations about like even though you want to go home and maybe you're tired, if you decide like no let's you know play a game after dinner and hang out more yeah you never regret that decision you laugh you find connection like it's so like heart filling to mm-hmm. spend time with your friends even though a lot of times the easier choice is to go I'm gonna go home go to bed put my sweats on um but it's just that motivation of like no connection can make you feel so good yeah. Yeah. You're not doing it now, Sarah. You're in trouble. <laughs> when yeah. I was in my 30s, that's all we did. And, 
you know, the older you get, the harder it is. I mean, now I really get the whole early bird special stuff, you know, like <laughs> I like going out early for dinner. And if I'm home by 830 and in my yeah. sweats, I'm happy, but at least I'm going out, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going out, yeah. I'm having dinner with people where um, you just learn how to do it differently. Now, as I, you know, I go, I go out earlier, come home earlier. I don't go out multiple times in a row, which I, which is been mm-hmm. a big shift thing for me. That's, you know, I replenish as much as I take away. I replenish. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it. I've also noticed, I think we've talked about before how like young adults aren't drinking as much. And so like, I definitely see that shift in my friend group. So we're not going out to bars the way we did in our younger twenties mm-hmm. because we hate being hung over. And so we're having to shift like, okay, do we do a morning walk together? Like it's interesting. And I I think COVID, you know, played a part in that. I think all these like health Instagrams and podcasts we listen to about alcohol, like is kind of in the back of our minds. And so it's really shifted the way we hang out together. Um, And I think we're just trying to find like our rhythm with that. Yeah. Well, that's good for your age because it's a real struggle still in our age group because we're so programmed that, mm-hmm. you know, we just go out and drink, you know, like we, but <laughs> it is programmed. It we is drink less, but like we would not go out to dinner with our friends and not drink, you know, yeah. unless you cannot drink because you are an alcoholic. Um, <laughs> we're drinking. Like not you laughing. would never go out and say, sorry, I'm not drinking tonight. You're like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Don't come then. Stay yeah. home. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want you. <laughs> there is a lot of pressure around that though. And there is a lot of ways you can have fun, not, you know, having that be the focal point, right? And so Well, I, it I it's, probably, it's probably too late for me. <laughs> you just have to pick pick your poison. So I just have to go out less. When I stay home, I'm yes, fine. I just totally. go out less. And then if I'm home early, you know, it's all good. (laughs) Get that sleep. Um, Yeah. Well, that's a good, I I actually am curious. So where, I think we should maybe just close out this solo episode talking a little bit about like where we see the podcast going or like what you're excited about just based on the fact that we have two seasons under our belts, which kind of makes us veterans now. So yeah, super experienced um or goals for the podcast in season three do either of you have anything like that well us talking about connection and stuff I hear podcasts doing in-person events and that's kind of a dream big goal of mine is like hosting something in person and bringing women together that have similar interests and thoughts and I think that'd be so fun to do a stages of she community meetup of some sort. Let's do that in 2024. Yeah. Yeah. Or even a re I don't know if it would have to be a retreat, but something where we like have a full day of fun Mm -hmm. or activities of some kind. Yes. I think I love that. I love that idea. Well, I will fly down for that. That's special. (laughs) Or we'll fly up to Oregon. Ooh. that Your could be good. city is very retreat ready. 
It is. There's many take places. Take your camper out into the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I won't make anyone do that. <laughs> Believe me, when I'm not with my husband who can actually do the things with the trailer, I would rather stay in a lodge or a hotel. Okay. <laughs> we'll come to Bend. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. Good goal. I love it. Christina. Well, well, I'm excited just to, you know, have more guests on and, you know, I love meeting new people and learning. So I'm excited to, to learn more from the guests that we have on. And I'm excited for us to put our PR promoting expertise into play and promote our podcast more. And that is something that I've been a little like shy about. And I'm trying to get over that, trying to, uh, so I think, I think that's something we need to focus on getting, you know, mm -hmm. getting out there more, get more mm -hmm. listeners. And yeah. 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 And shout out to our lovely producer who's behind the scenes, uh, Lauren, she's, um, she's in her twenties. So sometime we'll have to interview her because yes, she has kind of a different perspective on all the stages and everything. And she's helped us grow the podcast. And if you guys DM our Instagram or anything, you'll be talking to her, but we always get the messages too. And we like hearing our listeners thoughts too. I think it's interesting mm -hmm. when our friends or listeners share thoughts or tips or guest ideas. It's super fun to get listeners involved yeah, I agree I, think, uh, I lost my train of thought sorry <laughs> well I may have interrupted you darn it my son says and that all the time he's like now I don't know what I was gonna say mom he gets all mad at me <laughs> yeah know what I was gonna say okay well think about it for a minute I was I was gonna say that I think what I'm excited about seeing happen with the podcast is just the three of us have something special. We're like a tripod and I feel like the energy we've created already has been so organic and easy. And I just feel like there's this ease around this particular passion project for us. So I'm just, I'm like really open and very excited to see where it goes next season. Cause I think, you know, we love to hear from all the women listening, but also it's just a really fun exercise. It's easy for us to put this out there in the universe. So, mm -hmm. right. Well, I know what I was going to say. I'm I'm excited to see us get to a thousand listeners. Um, yes. Per episode, and so we we would love to call on all of you to help us make that happen by sharing yep. it. You know, forwarding it to all your friends. Yep. Or nominate a friend to listen, or nominate a friend to be a guest. We will accept all kinds of feedback like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really fun to bring on guests too, because when they share the episodes that they were on with their Instagram followers or LinkedIn connections, they're helping us get introduced to new potential listeners too, which is, is super fun. Yeah. Well, it's been a really interesting journey. It's been really fun so far. I'm excited to see where it goes. I do think we kind of forgot this at the beginning because we haven't done a solo episode in a while, but we usually do some kind of weekly wisdom. And since this is our last episode of the season, I think we'll close it out that way. Um, so do you two want to share something? Did I put you on the spot? Do you want to well, do a wisdom? Well, I know wisdom? you have one, so why don't you go for it? I'll start then. Yeah. <laughs> 
not to dominate, but I have one I've been saving for like three weeks. Yeah, let's hear it. Yeah. Okay. Weekly wisdom for you, especially during the holiday season. If you are allergic to gluten, do not drink a beer thinking you can have one beer. Uh You will be in the bathroom all night and God forbid you are camping, which we were. Um, it will not be a pleasant experience. Yes, I am that sensitive now. I am now discovered. Wow. When did that hit you? I I didn't realize you Yeah, I was gonna say I didn't realize you had a gluten sensitivity. Because I think we've talked about beer before that you you Mm -hmm. like beer, right? Oh, I love beer. I can't drink it anymore. But um I try to like find a gluten free beer. I've tried them all and they suck. So I drink Maybe. cider yeah. sometimes or honestly, just like a glass of bubbly is fine with me. Yeah. But oh, and June shine. Can, that's yeah, I can do that. But, you know, two years ago when I first discovered I had the sensitivity, I like thought I could cheat on occasion. And then I've been really diligent the last nine months to not eat gluten. And we were with some friends who we love talking about, you know, celebratory experiences And we were like, oh, well, we're going to be together all day. We shouldn't, you know, start with wine. We should start with a beer. And I'm like, I'll just have one. (laughs) Did it ruin the rest of the night or did it hit you later? when It It hit me the next day. Yeah. So it was that whole next night. So fortunately, I got my celebration first. Well, maybe it wasn't the beer. Maybe it was something you ate. Oh, it was the beer. Really? It definitely was. I'm positive. Yeah. Okay. Gosh, yeah. glu- avoiding gluten is really hard. It is. Yeah. It is really hard. And yeah. that wasn't going to be my weekly wisdom, but maybe <laughs> I'll just back off of that because I went on my annual girls trip in December and my friend Nicole was saying, um, how hard could it be not to eat wheat? You know, oh my gosh. I don't have to be 100% gluten free, but I'm not supposed to eat wheat. I said, well, it's actually harder than you think, even yeah. though at home I don't really miss wheat. But I had to sit there while they were ordering, you know, oven pizzas that were coming out. I mean, the bread basket. And we were eating at really nice restaurants. Oh, my God. It was like my mouth was watering, the pastas, the everything. I was this is terrible. Yeah, it's hard. But it if you really- feel like crap when you eat it, like that's the point I got to. Yeah. Is like it was so not worth it because it I would feel yeah. so terrible afterwards. So yeah. yeah, I don't know that I feel it's more of a an accumulative effect because when you're mm-hmm. especially on a weekend like that, you are eating and drinking a lot no matter what. So it's like you don't feel good, but you don't really know why, you know, you think right. oh, I don't feel good because I'm eating things I normally don't eat and I'm overdoing it on alcohol and all that stuff yeah so is that your wisdom just stick with it when you're with your girlfriends eating a bunch of bread (laughs) i think the last night i was like screw it i'm having the bread i don't care i'm gonna gonna suffer anyway when i get home so i might as well enjoy the bread and yeah and then you know i'm not supposed to have advil and for any this is a good if, if people, it's amazing to me that a lot of people don't know this you're not supposed to have advil when you drink alcohol okay that's probably how i ended up with crohn's disease back in the day because oh, crazy I alcohol and then 
take um, Advil or a hangover. It can burn a hole in your stomach. But you're not supposed to have Tylenol with alcohol either. And if you take Tylenol before you go to bed after you've been drinking, you can like destroy your liver. Oh. So you really shouldn't have either one of those things around alcohol. So the next day when you have a headache and Nicole was saying to me, well, you know, well, first of all, she was drinking at or taking Advil PM before bed after we'd been drinking. And I'm telling her, well, you don't understand like that. It's going to ruin your kidneys. And then the next day I wouldn't take anything either. And she was like, how do you survive? You know, I'm like, I don't know. Like, it's terrible. I just have a whole headache. I have to start drinking again. <laughs> like, we better go get a Bloody Mary. Or I know some acupuncture points or caffeine sometimes. Having coffee, like, helps. But, yeah, do not take those two things with alcohol. Yeah. yeah. Who was it? It was at the um, – that was saying that on our podcast. I'm forgetting if it was Heidi or – It was probably Andrea. Dr. It was Andrea. And I actually didn't know that, but I don't take a lot of painkillers just Mm -hmm. naturally, but I will never do that again. That was very good knowledge to gain. Yes. Yeah. That's a hot, a hot take. Cause I mean, we don't hear that really. That's not widely talked about. Yeah. So Sarah, do you have one? Is it? Uh, okay. I was thinking about this (laughs) and it's funny. I had a really nice day yesterday and I was talking to Christine about this this morning yesterday I had the day free and I'm like, what am I going to do? And I put on a cute outfit and I'm like, I'm going shopping. I'm going to go walk around and just shop and take my time and enjoy myself and got myself a sandwich, ate it in my car. Like I just had a me day and I know that's hard sometimes for people to fit in their schedules and Mm -hmm. I really have time to do it, but take advantage of that time um, and do something you love, whether it's running to a coffee shop and sitting there reading a book going for a long walk. Um, but it was just so nice. Like I had the best day by myself. Yeah. So I guess that's my weekly wisdom is just take advantage of your free time and do something you love, like indulge yourself. I think that's can a good I, reminder. I um, I want to tell, well, it might be too late for everyone by the time they listen to this, but I started reading, do you know the author whose Ellen Hildebrand? She's written a bunch of books. Like I do know her. Five Star Weekend, whatever. So she has a series of Christmas books. And I read the first one. It's called Winter Street. Now I'm starting Winter Stroll. And it's very light, very like cozy, Christmassy romance and intrigue. And so I highly recommend, and I'm going to make this something I do every year, is to read some kind of Christmassy Ooh, oh, I love that. Yeah. Not too late for me. I'm going to get that. <laughs> so no, and I really like, I mean, I, I read the first book in two days. I mean, I read it yeah. over the weekend and, you know, my husband's been watching Harry Potter with my son all the way mm-hmm. through. And so I don't want to sit there and watch that with them. And they watch a lot of sports. And so I'm able to, you know, I make a cup of tea It'll yeah. be with my eggnog coming up. And then I sit and sit next to them and I read and it's, I love it. That is awesome. Well, I thought all of these were so good. And Sarah, you know, I think it was good you brought up that particular weekly wisdom because this time of year can run you ragged. And Mm -hmm. it's important to remember to take that time. 
And the other thing I like that you mentioned is that you ate your sandwich in your car. I feel like that is so funny to me because so many times the thing I really want to do is like not sexy. It's not something you would like think anyone wants to do, but sometimes just eating your food in your car and then going into the next store is like perfect. So this is giving you all permission. I know. I was on a kick of like, why? Like sometimes we overthink our decisions. Like I walk by a sub sandwich place, not Subway. Cannot. I don't like Subway, but (laughs) the sub sandwich place. And I walked by and I was like, oh, that sounds kind of good. And then I was like, get one. And so I went in and got one. But, you know, sometimes we overthink things like, oh, I really want that milkshake or that Godiva chocolate. Like I just walked by Godiva. It's like, sometimes just give in and treat yourself or, yeah. you know, buy yourself a new pair of earrings. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's important. what I'm not going to do next year is buy myself, <laughs> keep buying myself things. <laughs> Within reason, people. Within reason. <laughs> okay. Yes. Well, thank you for a great season. I adore you both. We adore yeah. our listeners. We're so grateful for all of you that have supported us. All of our loyal listeners. um, Yeah. Quite a few very diehard listeners. Yeah. We We do. Yeah. We really, really appreciate it. Also, our guests that came on, you know, really your insights were, you know, they were huge for our listeners and for us this season. So we're looking forward to continuing to have good conversations with those people in the future and the new guests we're bringing on. But in our little break, in this time where we regroup and we relaunch season three, please go back and listen to your favorite episode again, share it with a friend, leave us a five-star review, and continue or to- Or listen to the ones you didn't get around yeah. to. Mm-hmm. There's Either or. Plenty of those. Yes. And okay. we're looking forward to the next season. So thanks. All right. Well, happy holidays, everybody, and be safe and uh, healthy, and see you next year. See you next year.